This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast, episode 285. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter's from the Mayhem Studio here in wonderful, snowy Pittsburgh, PA here this week. Uh, talking tech, uh, getting geeky with all the fun stuff with people are using this stuff uh, a lot of times professionally. Hobby, whatever the case, we're enthusiasts of the uh, online and silicone nature. Silicon, silicon, not silicone. I was watching that Chelsea... Chelsea does uh, uh, a special, and I, and I got that stuck in my head now. With me from Studio C, it is John Chichilla at Chilla on the Twitters. How's it going? Uh, uh, factory factory restored to his default uh, Chilla <laughs> settings. <laughs> He's Chillerific. It'd be kind of cool if you could do that. Like, eh, just reboot me to this morning. I'll make different. It'd be like Groundhog Day. There you go. There you go. I just that, I just got that to come in on uh, DVD, actually, so I can watch it next to Groundhog Day uh, whenever I want to watch it again. Uh, anyways, and back with us, it's been a little bit, hasn't it? In studio uh, on National Pizza Day is Katie Dudas at K Dutters on the Twitter. That's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> Uh, no sleet, nor snow, nor nor or dead of dead of winter keeps you, gonna, you from National Pizza Day. Are you going to remote? Did you pick up pizza? <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> and of course, like I said, everybody here uh, uh, involved in some aspect. Myself, a video producer here in the Pittsburgh area, Chilla. He, he works with gadgets at uh, some big international something or other conglomerate. And uh, Katie does podcasts and social media and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera for uh, the Scarehouse. Mm-hmm. That's, that's been getting around this week. I know, I'm getting around. That's what I like to do. <laughs> uh, but of course, you can uh, get in on the conversation with us. Of course, we're here live.sorgatronmedia.com. Every Tuesday night, we uh, start setting up around 6.30 p.m. So I know that's, you know, super exciting to watch me fiddle with uh, Google Hangout and, and I'll see pizza. But you can drop in, become con- part of the conversation there, just like Wheels does, just like Missy's in there, um, our, uh, our, 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 our show noter, uh, wife of the show, uh, checking that out and, uh, and, and all that. Um, and you can also uh, check everything out at awesomecast.net, subscribe, uh, see the Awesomecast Facebook group, uh, awesome cast on the Twitter, and you can subscribe at YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and uh, of course, uh, over streaming live on our new friends at RiversEdgePGH.com. Uh, Thursdays at 8 a.m. after Funny Money, uh, and, you, and also I had a uh, I had a great uh, uh, talk with Brian Crawford uh, that posted this last Friday on Awesome Chat. Please go check that out and a bunch of other interviews on Awesome Cast. Dot net. Also, a big thanks to our good friends uh, from Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. The people there are executive producers giving five bucks plus uh, to the show. Uh, thank you so much to them. This will see business development. Of course, Terry was on last week uh, representing them, uh, our first uh, Patreon contributor on the show. That, that was really awesome. Uh, and, of course, uh, our, our good friend Michael. Mike Fedor of the Michael Fedor Show 
uh, Mike Fedor Show on the Twitter. Uh, go say hi to him and thank you for supporting the show. And thank you, everybody, for supporting uh, and sharing the show, becoming part of the conversation, sharing with us stories. Um, a lot of fun stuff going on out there. Thanks so much. So let's get into it with our awesome things of the week. Chilla. Let's start with you. Now, I want to I want to point out. First of all, I, I, I was I also received this earlier today too. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to uh, Mike Haggerty uh, of, and I had his Twitter here, Haggerty Media um, on on the Twitters. Uh, go check them out. Uh, a guy that's actually up at work hard. I've been talking with another video producer in the area. Uh, I'm hoping to get on the show here in the near future. Uh, but uh, Chilla, what? Tell me about your bathroom mirror. It's not my bathroom mirror, unfortunately, um, but it is a bathroom mirror all the same. So someone, and I think from one of the other stories I read, someone that actually worked for Google or works for Google um, <clears throat> took his bathroom mirror and kind of turned it into a half two-way mirror, half Google UI for Google Now cards. Um, so pretty much what he did, for those of you that, that aren't watching and can't see uh, the, the mirror as, as we're talking about it, um, what he did was is he took kind of a, a touchscreen overlay and wedged it in between um, a two-way mirror. And it's bright enough that it he can run kind of an Android build on it. Mm-hmm. And it gives him... Um, up to the moment information. It's kind of like a heads up display while he's getting ready in the morning. It gives him current temperature, current time and date. Um, some of the top news stories that are going on, I'm guessing he has like an RSS feed widget there. Um, and pretty much he's tried to do it with a couple different things. Originally he kind of did it with a Chromecast and then was working with a Nexus player. And most recently a, uh, Amazon fire stick. Um, it's, it's, pretty much cobbled together with some electronics that he got, which is pretty cool. Um, low power off the back of the, the um, mirror. The one thing I will say from, and I don't know if you're showing this right now, but if you kind of scroll halfway, about halfway down the page, it shows the breakout of the behind the mirror, behind the scenes, um, what's going on. Um, I will say for the, for the average person, it's a lot of technology that juts out from what I can tell an easy two inches. Mm-hmm. So think about when you open your medicine cabinet or your mirror, anything that you have on the shelves in the locations where this is sitting would have to then be moved. Um, so this is something that somebody's working on. Um, I think it'd be pretty darn cool if we all got these. I love so so my and I see I like there's a little bit on here. Uh, it says Gary Busey says this Amazon Fire TV stick runs the Android APK that drives the UI. Uh, so they're actually <laughs> so that's the Android piece of it. So what is the board itself that that's attached here? I couldn't I couldn't tell. Is it um, it's a board from China that converts anything in the universe to a 40 pin display cable? Well, there you go. So I guess it's just converting that piece, and then he's actually like like I said, just using a. Fire TV stick. I, I imagine you can root that thing, throw Android on it, and that—that's the UI. That's what's powering it. And it's plenty mm-hmm. to r- run something like this if it's like playing the freaking Pac-Man game on it that I play all the time. Uh, so uh, that's awesome, and I love the little Gary Busey we threw in there too. So I, I really think this would be cool is if you could you kind of get the RSS feed going in the morning, 
see what's it kind of while you're the other thing that I'm surprised that you didn't show on here because it's now cards right mm-hmm. you know what's current traffic of where you're trying you're getting ready in the morning if there's a traffic jam you need to know that you kind of have to hurry up your morning along or if traffic's late you can kind of take your time the other thing that I'd like to see on this is a calendar um, it has the current time and date what I'd be interested in is you know what what's my next what's my first three meetings of the day so I think there's a lot of room for this and that this is the thing that I do every day on the day to, every day on the way to work. I open up my phone. I look at my calendar. I look at my schedule. I figure out, is there anything I forgot to do to prep for any of these meetings? Where do I need to be? Who do I need to talk to? Is there a last piece, last minute detail that I need? So this, this to me is, is perfect from a, from a day-to-day perspective in the mirror makes it a, a perfect implementation I, I do worry if there's too much information on your mirror you're going to spend too much time in front of your mirror contemplating everything that's going on though mm-hmm. so so that it is just that quick bits of information but again if you customize also point out this is not a product this is an experimentation somebody developed this right and has been hacking mm-hmm. like even is saying like you know we mentioned that he, he he settled on the fire tv stick but he tried a con- chromecast he tried a nexus player and uh, and that that's that's where he's ended up in his experimentation on what would work. So um, I think that's nice because it, it's it's something that's that's you know I imagine the Nexus player, even though it is like kind of a small box, it, it probably has probably has more powerful power than you need, and it might be cumbersome to kind of mount that on the back mm-hmm. versus this board and just attaching this, the the Fire TV stick to it. That's awesome. That that's that, this is the kind of hackery I like to see. So I don't know. It, I, I'm hoping this inspires somebody to, you know, perhaps, perhaps uh, they could, um, uh, perhaps they could, they, they could market this. You know, are we going to have a Google Mirror in in the near future? Right? Um, because I mean, how much adapting do they ha- do they have to do? Did you say this is a touchscreen? Um, at first, I was reading, and I thought it was, but maybe it is not. I think <laughs> it's just a readout at, at this point. So, um, but that's cool. Oh, that's what it is. Sorry, it's not a touchscreen. It's open-ended voice search. Oh. So what they did was instead of making it, that's, that was the one thing they did. They kind of used voice search to, to be able to bring up anything that you needed to be able to get to instead of being a touchscreen or touch keyboard. Hmm. Okay. Awesome. I, I like a to-do on that graphic that we were talking about earlier. Uh, it says to-do at the top. Simplify and hide the electronics because, again, it's just kind of <laughs> hanging back. And I love there's, a, there's this giant cord uh, from the Fire TV to the, the USB plug. And there's like, and what is this? I can't even. Just like it's just bundled up and <laughs> hanging there. Uh, that, so that, that's a lot of fun and a really fun thing. Uh, so, again, you know, a bunch of people uh, uh, pop this. You know, I love Medium because it is like something like guys like this – that will just kind of hack away at something like this and uh, and share it. Like I, I I've seen everything from um, this is how we fix Twitter uh, as far as like conversation posts and and, and multi conversations to like hacks like this. It's it's become a really cool place for these kinds of articles. So, all right, let's roll to Katie. Well, what is your awesome thing of the week? Sorry, it's an app, too. By the way, is your awesome thing, is your tip of the week going to be your uh, pizza warmer prop uh, there? It's under your title right now, but she's keeping the pizza warm by running her laptop on top of it. Uh, so, which, by the way, is the new laptop I didn't bring. Which is the new laptop. The Hello Kitty duct tape from 2007 is uh, is, is retired. So look at that thing. So yeah, MacBook Pro. How you doing? How are you doing on the new? How's the uh, adapting to the new to to a recent Mac <laughs> track trackpad mouse weird 
like okay. like getting used to that was was a big adjustment for me because it actually I had a click bar at the bottom of my old one. Right. So now and it, but I'm liking the shortcut keys, but I do run into problems when I try to scroll. Um, for example, like if I was looking at something on Google Analytics to scroll to the right, I have to hold the. It's just it's it's a whole new kind of. It doesn't just like scroll like a regular finger you have to kind of grab it and move it and grab it and move it so press and hold <laughs> are you are you trying to i don't do the button like, are you doing the, no no the two fingers yeah no but it's it's the way the the window's set up oh i see on, within the but it's it's i'm getting better at it and i'm just having okay. to play with it a little bit yeah i keep zooming in a lot and then I, like ah! <laughs> I, w- I would recommend like things like that like zooms and stuff yeah. like maybe turn off some of those until you're more used to the mouse yeah uh but once you once you gotta get once once you get the hang of it, you're just gonna hate every other computer you get. Oh, to really? Off, to be honest, <laughs> like I really have considered just getting a, one of the one of the trackpads just to plug into whatever Mac I'm at. But. Interestingly enough, so I actually splurged on as an aside, uh, real quick, while you're talking about of? that, because I too agree that is it's not just the all the gestures and everything. It's also the size. When you go jump on another laptop, the, the size of the, the touchpad is ridiculously small. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually splurged on the, the touchpad, the, the new one that's kind of a form factor. It's kind of a wedge. Um, and it charges over lightning. Um, and it's Bluetooth. Sorg, just so, so I got this, and I think I, I spoke about it back in late October, early November. Um, I bought it at about, and I think it had about a 75% charge on it. Keep in mind, I probably use it about 25 to 30 hours a week. So it's not full-time, eight hours a day, but it is it is a lot. Um, and I just got the 10% warning last wow. Friday. Um, <laughs> it's similar, similar to that. Uh, so the Zag keyboard I've had probably since, what is that? December, November, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to plug in like last week uh, for that. Not that I'm spending a ton, ton, ton of time on my iPad typing away, but uh, I mean, it's just the thing I grab. I do some things, and maybe I'm front of the TV or something, right? Uh, but I-, I was really impressed by that as well. So awesome. Anyways, back to your thing. That's okay. Back to your awesome. Stop all over me. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, I- I'm-, I'm participating in a million different things, and I'm constantly either on my new buddy laptop. I'm on my new buddy, which is uh, BBKT, by the way, is the name of my laptop. In case you wanted to know, BB KT. <laughs> It's okay. my, my little portable friend. Okay, okay, um, I see. But um, between my phone, my tablets, and everything else, um, you kind of get your brain a little overrun. And I was looking for a, a kind of a something to help me. I need help focusing, and, and, and I, a friend had suggested meditation, and I decided to look into it, and I started looking into apps. And I, I looked through a handful of free ones, and I found this one. It's Stop, Breathe, and Think by Tools for Peace. And I absolutely love this. Um, it's It's so incredibly... It's it's adorable. First of all, the drawings are just like very nice. I like how it's very simple. It's a very clean interface. Um, it before you even start doing anything, it's like take ten seconds and just get in tune with your body, and um, then it asks you how your physic feeling. Like it gives you emotions to choose from, and like first you start off with like either anywhere from a smiley face to a big frown, and you select different emotions that you're feeling, and then it asks you to um, ask how your body's feeling. And then after these questions, it calculates in this little like doop, boop, boop, looking computer. And it tells you, gives you suggestions on how to meditate and different um, options to kind of, they give you a few choices so you can sit down and then it guides you through and it's very much just stop what you're doing. Just be. 
pay attention to your body. Feel about how your body is connected to the, to the, what you're sitting on, how your body is connected to, and, and it, a lot of times just your body shoulder connected to your arm. Connected, and it just kind of slows my brain down. And, and I've, I've found myself doing things in other parts of my life, like, for example, brushing my teeth. Stop. Just focus on brushing your teeth instead of me going, oh, my gosh, I need to do X, Y, and Z before I run out the door. Or I need to – I'm planning, like, 15 things in my head in all these different directions. I'm, I'm just kind of stop and just, like, huh. And it's this nice, like, nice little mind break. And, and I find that if I do, like, the, um, the meditations before bed, um, I sleep a lot better because I think my brain is not um, – in tune because usually I have a bad habit of like oh let me check Facebook one last time let me check Twitter one last time let's see how my my promoted post is doing let's see how you know something I put out there is doing my content and instead now I'm just like oh, I'm ready for bed and then I can go to sleep a lot quicker so. that's awesome I, I'm, I'm going through the web version of this mm-hmm. as you're talking here mm-hmm. uh, and, and actually downloading the app as well uh, yeah, as you know you know a lot of the clients that I've done uh, I've worked with over the last five years talk a lot about this this kind of concept you know the whole mindfulness the whole kind of check-in thing um, and 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 you know I, I've seen a lot of apps do this headspace is one that's making the rounds again mm. for instance I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here and advertised on a lot of um, on a lot of podcasts and uh, and it, and I've seen you know we talked with of course uh, uh, Matt Keener Dr Matt Keener that that had a, an app that you know was a good kind of emotional check in the use in conjunction with doctors for instance right mm-hmm. and he has some other initiatives as well uh, I I think it's really interesting to see some of these and, and try to help facilitate that visually as well I love I'm going like I said I'm just uh, you know poking through the web version here I love I love the the feel of this right mm-hmm. it feels very accessible. You know, versus a, you know, what can I do with this? And it looks like you can give a lot of what you're feeling, how you're feeling, um, emotionally how you're feeling, and uh, and it's going to do a little bit of assessment for you. And even, like, you know, I pulled it up and, and uh, uh, it, it dims the screen for a couple minutes so you can just kind of sit there and not mm-hmm. do anything. Um, I, I think that's really good. And I think that's a, a really cool thing people should consider, especially as busy as we are, you know, I mean, you know, I, I we, we talk about, you know, I have all the tweets coming in my watch. So now I'm always getting poked with stuff like I am right now because there's a message right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and something else is is fun that you'll get when you f- start doing it is they give you stickers like, it just, ooh, you know, anything. It's, it's gamified. Back for more was the last sticker I earned. And it also gives you a little drawing with how you've been feeling this week. So it's like each day that you do it, you get a little person yeah. that pops up and he has a little brain above his head and you're like i was i was feeling a little meh the other day so he's just got the little straight across face yeah but it, yeah i mean it, it is important to take take that time out uh to, to kind of take care of yourself there um and uh hopefully you know if this kind of helps you I promise i downloaded one of these and then i forget to go check in with it mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like that one more thing that i forget about uh in the way too many apps on my phone situation going mm-hmm. on here so I, that's what, one of the things I was like. Oh, I need to move this to the first page. Right. Exactly. On my phone. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm surprised more apps haven't taken on the, hey, you haven't opened me in a while, and have some kind of tickler to to get you to to jump back. Almost like how I get emails all the time that say, hey, we've noticed you haven't logged into your onto this service in a while. Come back, please. That's the one thing I don't see from from a lot of app developers is sending any of that that little pop-up or that little message on your lock screen to say, Hey, we haven't seen you in 30 days. How have you been doing? Yeah. 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 And that's the retention thing for, for these new services, right? Mm-hmm. That want to get the users up. Um, yeah, certainly something like this needs to happen. And, and I have seen some, uh, along these lines that do bug you about it, but unfortunately it turns into that other white noise. If you already get too many messages. So it's kind of, where do you start? 
and, uh, and and sometimes it's like, well, let's just do one thing. Like, let's turn off. Let, let, let's go through. And if, if 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 an email, like for me, I go through and say, okay, uh, is this an email that I just uh, throw away every time it comes in that I signed up for back in the day because it was a new service? All right, I'm going to actually go through, see which ones I haven't read in like a like three weeks, and just unsubscribe from those newsletters. And again, like on your phone say that's a notification i never respond to or is not helpful to me go in and turn off that and maybe turn off a couple others that you realize i don't want that i don't want that wwe super card to tell me when there's a sale anymore right you're going to turn it off right so it's 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 not so much noise and hopefully the things that do come through your phone are more meaningful and you stop missing texts from your significant other (laughs) so um but anyways awesome uh so uh my awesome thing of the week oh check that out uh stop breathe think dot org which may if it's a dot org i'm wondering so i wonder who's behind this then Ooh. if it's some kind of now i'm gonna have to stop breathe think tools for peace was founded in 2000 is partnered with over 20 organizations universities and schools and continues to strengthen and support emotional and social intelligence as well as academic success oh well, there you go mm-hmm so it is. It is a a large organization. That's really cool to see. Awesome. All right, my thing is also helping with my peace of mind. Uh, as as I don't know, I, I I think I've illustrated to you guys. If you're on the Slack, I think I've definitely complained about my my lack of scheduling uh, ability uh, or the over scheduling that I've done. As you've seen, maybe multiple multiple guests on some of these shows here on Tuesday night because I told myself at the beginning of the year I'm going to schedule lots of people. We're going to have a lot of stuff going on. Um, and then, and then it got a little too heavy and then I need to keep up with things. And then I had all these meetings coming through and then I had a bunch of these emails for shoots and meetings and, and, and coffees that people wanted to have. And we just never lined up somewhere down the line. I, uh, came across my, you remember back in the day, uh, we talked about doodle. Uh, it was a scheduling app, and it just became a little less helpful, a little more cumbersome as it went, and I kind of fell out of it. Uh, this is called Vite, Vite.in, and that's V-Y-T-E dot in. And uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty nice. If I uh, Actually, if I can get I should have logged in with Google here, uh, but it's a pretty nice interface. Um, and, and again, it, it kind of presents itself as a bit of a desktop for you. If you go in here, like here's all the stuff that I've uh, thrown in here. You know, again, a couple of shoots. Um, a couple of people that we went on the awesome cast and awesome chat and the wrestling mayhem show coming up. I basically went through and said, okay, who have I been chasing for the last like three weeks, two weeks, one week, whatever the case is. And now it's here. Now, now it's like, listen, I, I gave you this. I can go in, create an event. It's really intuitive. I can, uh, drop, you know, whatever email address in here. So I'm just going to, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know who this is. Uh, so uh, Mike here, random Mike person, is going to uh, is going to hopefully load this page. Please fill this out. What is this? Um, meeting. There you go. Helps if I actually go through the steps. Um, but again, so you can go pick uh, uh, several dates that fit into your schedule. As you can see, my schedule is a little bit full here. Um, <laughs> but you look for those few gaps going on. And you can kind of see from the other things that I put in here, you see options. And, uh, and it's nice because it quasi-fills your calendar with like the times you've suggested. Because one thing I've done is put out, hey, can we meet Tuesday or Thursday at this time? And then I forget that I put those out for um, uh, possibilities. Went back and told somebody else I was free because I didn't see it on my calendar. And then I get double booked or I get three 
three three people on the same podcast on a Tuesday night. That 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 makes it a little tough to handle, right? Um, this this lets you know, hey, there's a there's a question mark. This could become a thing. But the nice thing is, if you notice that and somebody hasn't responded, you can go back in and take away those options as you go ahead and schedule something else. Um, so it's really nice for that. So you can throw a couple things in there. There. Uh, you can actually throw in a couple locations because again, then you get the back and forth where I'm like, um, I'm in Be- I'm I'm in Beachview. Would you like to come out here, or I can come to you? I have no idea where you're coming from, and then I can throw a, a suggestion that's you know the coffee shop up the strip from me, or hey, someplace downtown, or someplace in East Liberty because I think you're on that side of town, right? And uh, and I can throw my preferred places in there, and then let them decide what 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 they want to do from there. Um, Really simple, nice interface. They get a nice, clean email. Kind of the same reason I've loved, um, and you guys who do meetings with me uh, know all about Sunrise and how I love sending my uh, 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 calendar information on there because it's a nice interface. You can accept the invite and everything uh, uh, for a meeting, coffee, podcast, whatever. Uh, so using those in conjunction works amazing. Uh, Vite.in, V-Y-T-E dot I-N. Um, and I definitely recommend checking it out. Oh, you can also put in um, information for Skype calls, too. Um, this was this is a big thing for me. So, you know, when I have somebody on the podcast, it's like, hey, do you want to come in studio or do you want to be remotely through Google Hangout? So I have a location, a quote location, uh, that's Google Hangout. And I put my email address for them, the friend. And then I also put the address of the studio and they can pick which one they want. So I, there's no more like kind of explaining and saying, which one do you want to do? Get somebody to say, hey, Tuesday's good, but they don't tell me which they're going to be. And then I don't realize until like Tuesday morning when I'm looking at the schedule and say, hey, are you in studio today? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, so I, 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 again, I'm early with it, but I think it's going to solve a lot of my organization problems uh, that I'm finding. I'm seeing a lot of opportunity here. So, um, yeah. Uh, are you guys using anything else for like kind of a scheduler like this? I, I actually, I enabled, let's see, uh, through, through Slack, <laughs> uh, they have a kind of a schedule assistant. Okay. And it is called uh, Mekan, uh, M-E-E-K-A-N, and it's a Mekan uh, scheduling assistant. And it actually, it's horrible, but it sends me reminders for things that are on my Google Calendar that I also, because I use the same email address for my Google Calendar as I do in Slack. It's part of Slack. I don't know how they're connected. Okay. Magic. Uh, but I, it's nice b- for me because there are certain things on here. I get uh, in 24 hours, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll get a reminder that later in the day I have something going on. Like in eight minutes I have this happening. Or uh, tomorrow you have this. And it's it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's a nice little, it's, it's just enough. Like I said, I have mindset like 10 minutes beforehand. It's just a nice little reminder for me to like, oh, wait a minute. I have this thing coming up. Okay, good. I'm here already. And then the other thing that I love is whenever you edit an event on Google Calendar, it'll just say, you'll get a, a, an essentially an email that says so-and-so has updated the event, but it does not tell you what the original event looks like. Like if they change the, the time or the or location of the event, it doesn't tell you that information. Mm. So then I'm like, Oh shoot, what changed? Well, I thought it was always at one o'clock. So then you're kind of like second guessing yourself. The scheduling assistant will say, so-and-so is invited to change the event to blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah. And then it also tells me things that like, for example, somebody has invited you to this, your calendar shows you're busy at this time. So it's, it's just like a little, it's, like I said, it's just one more thing, but it's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's important, you know, again, on the mindfulness side, you know, you need to 
kind of offload things from your head. And if you're like, oh, I got to make sure I do this, this, and this, which has led to problems for me because then I've depended too much on my calendar and my calendar has had bad information. And I show up at a Starbucks and wondering where the guy I'm supposed to shoot is because I was sent an improper calendar invite or, or uh, um, I did not accept the invitation for something and didn't realize and saw it about 45 minutes before something and says, hey, is this a thing I should be at? <laughs> <laughs> and rushing to make sure I make that. So, so, so I'm trying to solve issues that are good issues to have because there's a lot happening in my busyness, busyness and, 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 and business um my busy businessness i guess uh so so uh, you know again i hopefully some of these tools will help take some of the pressure off in a world when you can't afford a personal assistant um to be able to kind of take these pieces and form your own digital personal assistant is 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 kind of nice and siri can't do everything let's be honest right now so i i have three different calendars i have my work calendar Ooh. which isn't allowed to bleed with my personal calendar and then we have a family calendar <clears throat> um so the family calendar is i'm going here or carla's going there or christopher has a doctor's appointment or whatever um and then my work calendar is my work calendar and then my personal calendar is on on google as well as our, as our family calendar um I find it works well. I do have my work calendar set up to buzz me 15 minutes before a meeting um, primarily because the system we use for work, 15 minutes gives me enough time to fire off an email saying I'm going to be late without upsetting people. It's not like it's one minute before the meeting is going to occur. Right. I'm going to be <laughs> right. five minutes late. It's 15. So I feel like it's a little more courteous. Um, the work calendar has all of pertinent meeting information, whether it's location or phone numbers or whatever. The one thing I will say that comes in handy for that, if you're not familiar how to format a phone number for a mobile device and you have bridge lines, um, look that up. It definitely makes your all your participants a lot happier. Um, but I find those three calendars kind of keeping them segregated, keep my life a lot more intact. Right. Um, it also, I find when I don't, put my personal life on my work calendar, then I'm not worrying about, I don't have, I don't get a notification and then go into my calendar and it's my work calendar and my personal calendar. So I start looking at meetings for tomorrow morning. Um, I feel like the segregation there offers me like a work life balance. See, I'm completely different because <laughs> I don't really have a personal part of my life at this point. Um, <laughs> it, it feels. Um, and also on top of that, I'm also signed up for the work hard Pittsburgh calendar. So I know I get a notification when somebody's uh, uh has a camera out or has booked the, uh, the main area for a party, which actually is very helpful mm -hmm. because I looked at the calendar. We were going to go in and, and do some work on Friday night. And then I, I looked at the calendar and the thing actually, probably, I think it actually popped up on my watch as we were leaving uh, 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 my wife's workplace and says, oh, we don't want to go in. They're having an acoustic show in the main area, in the <laughs> common area of, the, of, the, of our co-working place. I don't think we're getting much done tonight. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, but but that's good. That's that's good information to have, right? But I do get a notification that stuff is going on, so I now now have this awareness of everything that's going on around that place and who's doing what. I just feel like it's like nightmares when you look oh, at our, our calendars. I don't know if you can see all the colors on my Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's I know. Like... You guys saw a little glimpse of mine if you're on video 
on uh, on that other app, uh, Sunrise.am. I'm using. This is the other thing. I've, so Sunrise has announced that they're going to be Sunrise is going to be sunsetting soon. Um, oh. Because they got purchased, didn't they? They got purchased by Microsoft. They're integrating into Outlook. And God help me, I'm not using Outlook. Um, so although I hear good things about it from from, 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 from Missy, uh, so good for her, but that's not the world I want to live in. Um, but, but can't uh, you use the Outlook app with other mails? You don't have to use so Outlook.com. What does it matter? Because I'm already using Google Calendar as the core. So if you're using if you're if the whole point is is you like all the feature functionality of Sunrise. Right. And they're adding all that who cares what the app's called, I guess uh, is my point. I guess so. I don't know. I, as long as it doesn't require me to have Office 365, I, I don't know. I I I I'll give it a shot, but for now, I know Sunrise that's the thing that works for me and I tried kind of bridging over and making events on Google Calendar. And I started having problems, like invites didn't go out. Like I had a meeting, once again, kind of sitting there like, hey, dude, you come to this meeting? And then noticing, oh, he didn't get the invite, and I didn't confirm in a text, because usually the invite is the confirmation for me. And again, I need to add that extra bit in there. So uh, sometimes you got to watch you don't lean too hard on the tools um, for some of these things. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Uh Uh-oh. Wait, wait, you have... A paper calendar nope. too. Nope. Wait, 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 wait. Nope. Wait, wait. A second paper calendar. <laughs> this is why I need the meditation app. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> well, one is for life and one is for work. So you have that, and then you also have tablets and iPhone and everything. It just like I'm, I, as it is, I carry. I'm typically <laughs> carrying a MacBook and an iPad with me and my iPhone. Almost at all times, if I'm going out and expect to get work done in the day. Not that I use the iPad all the time, but as anybody that, have you seen the picture from WorkHard, I do have three computers in front of me, including the iPad, usually when I'm working even up there. But um, no, I don't need it. I don't need any of that help. Uh, anyways, you know what? It, it may, it, listen, everybody, it's time to just sit back, relax, and 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 just take a take a whiff it's it's national pizza day as of we're, we're recording this here on this tuesday february 9th mm-hmm. and right there oh look at that mm-hmm. it's just it just you feel the pizza in your soul and it cleanses you the pepperoni the wonderfulness the fresh ingredients from our good friends at slice on broadway in beachview right along the tracks here teaser on right by it and uh, the people uh, supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Thank you so much for them. And uh, I walked in today. I said, Happy National Pizza Day, everybody. They know they know our name. They're yelling Sorgatron. I don't think he knows my real name. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, but, uh, but no, they're awesome. And, uh, and thank you, everybody. Hey, you jag off was here in the studio, right where Katie's sitting, right over there a week ago. The, we, we had a, f- a special recording. Go check out the jagoff.com, the podcast this week. They're talking with uh, one of the drivers from the Monster Jam coming to Pittsburgh. And uh, right afterwards, of course, I had some other meetings to go to that evening. Uh, but I got the tweet from you jagoff. Uh, saying, hey, when in when in the neighborhood, they got to go to Slice on Broadway. They're enjoying it, too. It's the place. It's the decided place for people for us to have our meetings here in town when we don't just want a coffee shop. And, uh, and, and, and our Patreons are coming in and deciding to go there as well. Thank you so much. Everybody supporting a local business here in Pittsburgh and uh, them supporting a local podcasting. All right. Let's get back to some awesome things we can't eat as much as we try. Um, 
I had uh, so I I I I feel like I feel like this is something I'm going to try very very soon. Um, I didn't think there was a lot of technology represented on the Super Bowl this 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 year it, necessarily. It wasn't tech; it was more building websites. Yeah, so Squarespace. Yeah, Wix. Was was Wix on there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I did they see. they had spots last year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but well, one thing that stuck out that was a surprise is this thing called Wallapop. Wallapop. Are you following me here? Did you say monkey puppy baby? Or baby puppy? No, 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 no. But there was a monkey in that shot too. Um, No, Wallapop was the thing. And this is a, this is a, um, an answer to uh, Craigslist, I guess. You go take a picture with your phone. You put the information in. It's location specific. Uh, So I'm going to take out the Wallapop app right now. And I'm going to attempt to uh, sell Katie. Uh, <laughs> and I'll put it online, put a price, and then people can chat with you to negotiate or or arrange or something like that. And uh, and 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 that's uh, and you know that, and then you're good to go. Um, now I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, that's that's a fun app. I'm going to go download that. And I'm I'm actually over at uh, uh, Fuzzy's uh, Fuzzwat, who's been on the show in the past. He actually should be coming back very very soon as well. Uh, and and his wife is like, oh, that's just like this app. Let it go. I'm like, well, what's Let It Go? Uh, Let It Go is is basically, honestly, the same app. Um, and, and, and in both of these, if you're if you're familiar with Pinterest on the on on your on your iPhone, it's kind of the same thing. Um, again, you take the picture, you put it up, you put the money in. Look locally here, somebody's yelling, somebody's selling a crimping iron. Iron. Okay, it's in California because I haven't actually logged in. But you get the idea. And I'm getting stuff here in the Beachview era, area. When I was showing somebody out there in Westmoreland County, I was getting stuff from that area. And, and and there's a lot of stuff already on here. It's not like a new service and nobody signed up in the city of Pittsburgh because it started out in San Francisco, right? Um, I don't know why I just have a picture of a crimping iron just left on my on my screen here. But uh, but I, I think it could be a pretty good thing. Have, I have a lot of stuff in my house. <laughs> I need a cleansing and um, and I think this is a good idea to kind of do that. Take the picture, put it up, see what happens. Because I've had on my to-do list to go put a bunch of stuff on Craigslist for the longest time. And it has just not happened. And um, even when I was kind of bringing this up to to a colleague the other day, um, what was it? If I'm going to paraphrase here, good. Craigslist is such a wasteland. Uh, so, so there you go. I mean, and Craigslist is ugly. Like you feel dirty looking something up on Craigslist, don't you? Because it's so it's so simple. I feel like I feel like Craigslist is like the old bulletin board system of the past. Like you fire up your twenty four hundred baud modem, and you're getting your ASCII text menus, and then there's some odd photos that you find. <laughs> but <laughs> do you ever do that? Do you ever play photo roulette <laughs> on Craigslist? Oh, I'd be afraid to. Oh, it's amazing. Is it going to be a penis? Click. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Well, you just now, don't have now, that problem. Because I've heard of both of these services before, and I've heard them compared a little less to Craigslist and a little more to eBay. But mm. I do like the, I like comparing them more to Craigslist from the fact it doesn't seem like you negotiate a price most of the time and the fact that it looks like and that you're more it's more about going to pick them up. Right, right. Versus shipping, so it, it, it's an interesting concept. Um, Hyper localized, and that, that's kind of been the big thing in a lot of tech and a lot of podcasting. A lot of mm-hmm. lot of media is doing the hyper localized thing, and and if it's something where they're, they're you know if they facilitate that, 
and, and I don't know. I haven't gone through the process. Like, what what percentage do they get off of something like this, right? Um, and that could be interesting. And do you have to do it? Because I feel like I feel like this is just going to get arranged. Somebody's going to walk up to my door with a ten dollar bill. I'm going to hand them the item, and we're done. Why do I need the, the uh, Why do I need to give them money at this point? So I think they might have a little bit of a hole in this too. Mm-hmm. The, the The only additional comment I would make about this is I'm wondering how much content they really have based on the fact that they do allow you to do a little bit of filtering by category and by city and by and by um, zip code but based on the fact that the generic is type in your zip code or here's a bunch of stuff um, and the list isn't that ridiculously long that you have to scroll pages and pages Mm -hmm. um, I wonder how much people are actually using this but hey, it could be it could be a good way for a you to get a good deal on some stuff, and b potentially get rid of some stuff quick if because you won't get lost in in amongst thousands of other people. Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but no, go check it out. Wallapop.com. Have fun spelling that. Walla Walla Pop. You just sound it out. And uh, let it go. Uh, let it go. dot com or letgo. dot com actually us.letgo.com i guess um you can find a lot of uh, engagement and wedding rings on this page oh wow <laughs> <on> let go <laughs> oh wow it's kind of funny sorry <laughs> um but yeah uh so sorry i'm i'm juggling something else for another show that popped up here uh but um um hey i wanted to shout out uh i didn't see this note in here or understand what it was uh entirely but uh you know okay we mentioned it's natural pizza day uh 105.9 dx um a half year listen this is probably going to be expired by the time that happens but i want to point out um in a very close second to minios of squirrel hill on 105dx.com uh they have a a vote your favorite pizza and slice on broadway is at 39 percent. so everybody get over there right now uh, let's drop this in a chat room uh, so everybody there can go vote as well and tweet this out. Get this out here if you're with us live. Let's get them up over. Let's make them the National Pizza Day Pizza of Pittsburgh at this point. So, all right, uh, back into it. Hey, I got a couple of awesome things. First of all, awesome thing of the week from Alex Cars, our good friend out in California. Uh, he's got two awesome things. Instagram just announced that you can account switch on the app starting this week as part of the latest update, both iOS and Android, and it is working. I was checking it out before the show. Macho Man is on the Wrestling Mayhem show. I am going to go ham on multiple Instagram accounts. Look out, Internet. Um, so uh, this is, uh, Katie, I know you're, you're somebody that juggles a lot of accounts. This has got to be a godsend for oh you as well. Oh my gosh. I cannot tell you how many times I've looked at my phone. I'm like, do I have an update yet? Do I have an update yet? Can I do this yet? Seriously. <laughs> because it's, it just, it's going to be amazing because now we're going to see such a, such a flood of it, uh, companies on Instagram. Cause now we can, we can do this. We, we don't have to go, Oh my gosh, hold on. I got to sign out of here and sign back in here or carry 15 devices like I was doing for a little bit. Now we just sign in and sign up. Or sign in. I had a system where I had one account on my iPad, my account on my phone, another account on the Android tablet, and I had to make sure they were all near me for when I wanted to take a picture and post and sharing pictures over from my phone over to one or the other with Google Photos or with iCloud. It was it was ugly. It was a mess. Don't recommend it at all. Uh, so but again, kind of looking forward to that. Um, also he says, uh, his other awesome thing is MIT app inventor. 
uh, which he's using for an app development class he's taking this semester uh, that is over at appinventor.mit.edu. Again, another one of these online courses that you can do. I mean, we're seeing everything from this to like even um, um, Google themselves are doing micro degrees to make sure you can um, um, actually, is this part of that program? Maybe. Um, so you can so you can become a developer uh, for these things, and of course, uh, Alex is is somebody that's got a kind of a design and WordPress and web development background. Um, so this kind of could be a nice uh, extension of that sort of thing. So again, appinventor.mit.edu if you want to check that out as well. Um, from from our note taker Missy, the wife of the show, at Rebellious Fraud on the Twitter, um, Fitbit fitness tracker tells woman she's pregnant. Huh? It's a feature. Woo! Apparently, uh, no. So this is this is great. Um, this is over actually on CBSNews.com. Um, so uh, the, and most of this this is news reporting these, these days, fellas, ladies. Um, um, all the quotes are just from Reddit posts on here. If you read the article, um, I thought that was interesting. No need to interview when everything's just out there. Um, which also leads to another conversation about fact checking that was on another podcast I was listening to this week too. Um, so basically, uh, uh, this guy was on and says, "Hey, my wife, uh, my wife is reporting um, some higher than normal uh, heartbeats on her fitness tracker. What what could be causing this? Should she be be concerned?" And somebody said, uh, "Yeah, this could be it, and it could also be. Uh, I guess when you're pregnant, it also could spike as well." So he's like, "Well, that's interesting. Let me check on something." Next day, oh hey, uh, I'm a dad. Well, we completely got 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 a you know pregnancy test, and that's what's <laughs> happening. Thank you, Fitbit, for giving us a heads up. Uh, so there you go. And, and you know, I I actually had kind of this Fitbit tracking thing on my mind because I just had my checkup last last week, and um and I and I wondered about like you know, I I love the idea of of you know I'm doing the fitness tracker and then having something to hand a doctor and send it because I almost forgot to say hey there was a thing where a thing hurt and this happened and and you know you have to remember that from the last six months before you were there last time or or, or a year or whatever the case may might have been right if it's just kind of a standard checkup and you're like yeah yeah I got something going on over here right um and you have to you have to remember that and interpret that. You know, unless you, like, I don't know, take notes or something like that. We're like, hey, this is funny. I should ask my doctor about that in three months, right? Um, versus something like this that's like, okay, this is how my heart rate and everything's been doing. And just saying, hey, doc, this is how I've been doing. And just kind of giving him the data. And he can look for abnormal. Uh, he or she can look for abnormalities in it. Um, I, I, I wonder how far away we are from that sort of situation and that uh, quanti- quantified self that we hear, keep hearing about. Um, I, I guess in special cases, they do have this. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they do have versions of this out for uh, people with diabetes. And also pacemakers, I think, report information now, too, if, if they're newer, proper ones. Um, I don't know if that's in the general populace at this point, but I think there, there's something that's on their way. So, um, and I don't know. I, I I don't think either of you are in the fitness tracking uh, uh, game right now, are you? I'm not yet. Although I was so, I'm not I'm not in the game, but I will definitely say I have since having the Apple Watch I, and getting a membership at the gym. Um, I am definitely much more in tune to how many 
flights of stairs I climb per day, how many steps I've taken, if I haven't hit my kind of target goals for the day. Um, I've actually kind of taken and moved my workout days to days where I know that I have less activity based on prior prior metrics. So I wouldn't say I'm treating it as a game and I'm not competing with other people, but I will say that I am taking the data, analyzing it, and then adapting to what it's telling me. Right. So so a perfect example of this is Wednesdays is my work at home day. Um, when I work at home, I typically am much less active than when I'm at my desk at work and physically in the building because I'm I take less steps to go get a cup of coffee. I don't go visit with people. Um, I'm pretty much heads down and never get back up till it's end of the workday. So that's now made it forcefully made that also the night of one of one of the nights of the week that I go and work out. So it's kind of it's kind of brought to the forefront some of the, the information that's available to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about you, Katie? Um, I mean, you're, I know you're you. Are you looking at any of this kind of stuff? Well, I, I did. I had. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I, don't know what I'm doing. I, I did have a Fitbit for a long time. And, yes, I thought so. And then I lost it. Oh no! <laughs> so I stopped tracking that. Um, I, I don't. I should be better at tracking, taking care of myself. But I do. I do go to the gym. It's usually late at night, at like eleven o'clock midnight, because it doesn't seem very busy at my gym at that time, and I kind of like that, and I can just do what I want. But um, it's not great for getting to bed right away afterwards. <laughs> I just have to accept my schedule is not a normal people's schedule some days. Right. Well, it'll be interesting. And also, there's I mean, there's another story I saw um, um, in conversations passed my way. I think I think Minsky also passed it my way. Um, there was somebody that um, um, like I think they something from the Fitbit uh, was held up in court as evidence for something in the case uh which i can see that and again you know how many things are tracked on your phone as you're going uh as far as like oh you know your alibi could be your location check-in on swarm you know at, at a certain point i don't know how reliable you want to take that but i'd say that's a reasonable doubt kind of situation uh so but i'm no lawyer i just watch a lot of law shows on tv <laughs> watch a lot of csi cyber <laughs> oh i watched one episode of that and that was enough <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, All right. And we already talked about the mirror, of course. Thanks again, Ryan Haggerty, for uh, giving me the heads up there uh, before Chilla uh, dropped it on here. Uh, So uh, if you need an Android tablet, look no further. Chilla, is this you? That is me. What's going on? Um, So I don't know if you're, for those of you who may may or may not be aware, (laughs) Valentine's Day is upon us very soon, which also in turn brings... Um, discounts to a certain line of tech, which is typically phones and tablets. Um, with that, Google and HTC together are taking um, 40% off the device, and that counts for if it's a Wi-Fi only device um, or a um, or a uh, Wi-Fi only or cellular enabled. Um, if you do go the cellular enable route, they will throw in a free Logitech Bluetooth keyboard um, that does kind of nicely fit onto that device. This is the the Nexus 9 device. This is not their, what was the, the one that they just came out with in the fall? 
The one that so, has the magnetic. Oh, the magnetic the, the pixel. The pixel. It's yeah. This is not the pixel. This is the Nexus Nine. Um, but at forty percent off, it being a flagship tablet and a Nexus device, so you know you're going to always be getting up to the up to the moment updates on a monthly basis. I definitely put it in the the worth it category, especially if you're an Android user. Mm-hmm. Certainly, um, yeah, go check that. It That's a nice one. I know I love the size of the Nexus Seven, but but a nine a nine can't be that bad either. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and I say if you're going to Android, because I, I have a friend that has a. I think it's a Sony tablet, and it's just so awkward. He's like, how do I do something on this? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I honestly have no idea how it is on there. So um, this was a big story from the weekend. Uh, it, it came up in conversation, uh, I think, at the Super Bowl, and it was a good one to share out. And uh, uh, not that it helped anybody win the game, uh, but uh, there was so a 3D printer uh, was used there. Uh, there was a guy uh, on the Panthers that his arm was broken, and typically that be it. He would have been out, right? So they said, "Well, if we can get the right kind of cast, and uh, you know, it was something like I think they said six weeks that he would typically be allowed to 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 uh, to play uh, and not be a hundred percent healed still." Uh, so that would have put him out for the Super Bowl. So they they really wanted to get something done here. Uh, so they actually contacted a company. In Utah, that's one of the uh, kind of the leading uh, uh, the leading 3D print manufacturers. And the way they went about it was really interesting because they're like, we need to do this now. We can't prototype this. It's kind of a large thing to 3D print because it's a it's a giant brace. It's a giant form fitted brace. They had no second chance of this because of the time turnaround they needed to get it to them to make sure it worked so he can get into practice mode for the Super Bowl. And it worked. It was, it was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty crazy uh, feat as far as that goes. The company's called White Cloud. There's a picture if you're on video of the lineup of 3D printers that they have there. It just looks like a bunch of washing machines to me, actually. Uh, but you know, you get the idea. Uh, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. And 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 so that was the first kind of major 3D printed influence uh, that we've had on on uh, on the big game here. And I thought that was kind of interesting. That's that's where we're at. In related news, there's a 3D printer at my local library that teenagers are playing with. <laughs> so that's where we're at with 3D printers. That's amazing. Uh, so that's great. Soon they'll replace all the pay phones with them. You'll just take your phone and plug in whatever you want to 3D print, and you'll be on your way. I think we already discussed they're replacing those all with the guy fives, but that was about two episodes ago, and we are not going down that rabbit hole again. Um, <laughs> I'll just leave that for you. Uh, other related, other other interesting news. Hey, did you know Facebook Messenger has a sh- hidden chess game? I haven't checked this out yet, but I, I need to. Um, an easy, accessible uh, chess game. And... Uh, uh, yeah, you, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know how Peach, you know, I keep seeing updates to Peach about like the things they can do uh, in email. Uh, you know, you, you type a certain thing and, and, and it does something. Um, but uh, I wonder if this is kind of one of those things that kind of partners up with uh, what was their going to be their AI service, Money Penny or whatever it was. Um, I wonder if because chess is obviously one of the things you use in a lot of AI training. I wonder right. if this is part of that. Um, apparently, if you're in a, in a Facebook chat, um, you just type at uh, FB Chess when you're in the chat with somebody. Let me hold on, hold on, Chill. Are you on Facebook right now? I um, you feel like a live demo. We'll see if this doesn't um, um, kill this computer over here. Uh, but uh, let's see. Let me find John. John I am now. 
All right, all right. So we're going to go to a message over here. We're over on the video side, and hopefully there's nothing real weird. A little bit of a bloody wrestling picture. Sorry about that. At FB Chess. I think. What does it do? What does it do? No active game no found. No active game find. found. Oh, oh, oh you have to type at FB Chess Play. Okay, we'll try this. Yeah. Whoops. Okay, let's actually use the right keyboard here. Just don't type at global thermonuclear war start. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> oh, there, and there's a little chess game there going on. Let's see. Who goes first, white or black? Is it you? Did, you, did, you um, pop, did it pop up on your side? Play chess. Uh, Michael to move white. So you're white. Now, this is where it gets confusing, right? At FB chess. Do you help. have to type your moves into this? Oh, yes. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, those instructions are way so too have much. You ever, have you ever seen like on the computer things where they're like E1 to F4? I don't have the patience for this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, it, it's kind of an interesting thing that got built in there either way. Um, awesome. Uh, what is uh, somebody's got another uh, gift idea uh, in the. Is this you, Dutters? Uh, probably not. I think oh. I was just complaining about Twitter. Oh, Chilla, Chilla, is this you with the eye ring? This, so this was, I'm actually interested in the Twitter debate. <laughs> Excuse me. So this is actually something when I, when I brought up the whole tablet and Valentine's Day thing, this was actually something that Carla was out to dinner and someone had. And because of this being at the dinner, Everyone immediately pulled out their phones, went to Amazon, and ordered these in droves. What is it? So what this is, is it's a small sticker slash metal ring that you can put on the back of your phone. I obviously wouldn't recommend putting it right on the back of your phone. Um, potentially, if you have a case, stick it on the case. Mm-hmm. Um and what this does is it's a, it's a metal ring. So when you hold your phone like this, oh. the ring slides into here. The interesting thing, the interesting thing too, I don't, I don't have one on my phone, but um, the ring actually will kind of click. It's not loose. It kind of clicks and, and holds in place. So you can then use it kind of as a stand. I think it's, if you look at that link I put in there, one, two, three, four, five, the fifth um, picture down kind of shows how you can have it at different angles and different whatnot. Hmm. The other thing you can do is it comes with a little um, hook and you can actually put the hook on your dashboard um, or, or wherever and you can kind of hang your device um, from anywhere. That's awesome. That's so I, I thought this was a pretty cool gadget and at a very low price. You can see it's from a list price, $70 prime price, fifteen 77% off. <laughs> Why? Um, who started this at $70? Holy crap. I don't know for, for a piece of metal on a, on a, on a sticker thing. Well, I don't know. Go. It's it's a it's a neat concept, and I can definitely see the use out of it. I want to point out the price is changing as you click on different colors. Pink will run you twenty dollars. Yes. Sorry, sorry, Katie. 
but gold, gold is 16. Ooh. Oh, match your phone. And you have a little stand that can come with it. It's, it's the actual dock you can stick it in for eight bucks. Uh, that's cool. It's over on Amazon. So over on Amazon.com, you can grab that. Um, let's see. There's a dock set that you can get for 30. So um, no, that's pretty cool. So what's going on with Twitter? Okay. So Twitter is, they hate us. Um, if, 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 if it wasn't bad enough that Facebook has an algorithm, Twitter is like, let me have one too. I'm cool. Okay. Um, so instead, you know, Twitter has trained us to expect our tweets to be in the order of the newest tweet on top and so on. Um, at one point, I don't know if you remember that at one point it did try where it would mix in some older tweets and it wasn't really called out at all. Yeah. Um, but now they, they want to do it um, that you, you essentially that there's they're going to promote. Well, you're going to see more promoted looking tweets at the top. And um, so it's not necessarily going to be in any sort of um, chronological order necessarily, which mm-hmm. is kind of ugh. Um, which really personally takes to me like defeats the whole purpose of having Twitter because Twitter is an instant conversation. It's not. You know, someone posts something from two hours ago and it's suddenly at the top of my feed and I respond, oh, yeah, you should get that burger. You know, when they ask me what they should get for lunch, they're going to be like, why Why are you even wasting my time? I already ate and I'm on to dessert. But um, it's nice because they, I think they've heard enough of an uproar that they are going to allow you to opt out of it. Good. Which makes me very happy. There should be a Twitter classic for us that have been there for a while and mm-hmm. are used to that. Like, I, I, know, I know we don't get that on Facebook as an option, but it feels like... It feels like like Twitter in general has been a very binary thing, mm-hmm. so why not allow that? I understand wanting to do these other things to attract new people, you know, and maybe that Facebook crowd. Now, now, you know, everybody's kind of ragging on this, but in spurts, I think it's okay. Like, I do like the while you were away. Mm-hmm. I find that super helpful, especially since I am dealing with so many different accounts. Mm-hmm. It's nice to drop into the Awesome Cast account and have a few things. It's like, oh, yeah, I do want to share that or I do want to respond mm-hmm. to that. And, 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 and it, is, it, it is pretty good about that kind of thing. Um, so, I, I, and again, Facebook, you can also do this with, right? Not a lot of people know about that, but the power users are going to figure it out anyways. But again, yeah, it's going to be confusing, and it's going to be that point. I mean, it already is at that point of, did you see my tweet today? No, mm-hmm. you were one of a million tweets. I'm not sitting on there watching it the whole day, you know? Well, it's it's, it's difficult when you're in social media marketing. You're already trying to sell the value of Twitter to someone right. who has no idea, like, why why am I just putting out some sort of what seems like very unimportant information and now you're like, oh, you're going to put that there. But it's not there in my feed. Where did it go? And you're like, well, maybe it'll show up later. <laughs> it just, it just, it, Twitter is a hard sell as a social media platform. Right. Facebook is much easier for people who are not accustomed to social media. Right, right. It's kind of hard to explain. I actually did uh, a couple episodes this week for Basic Sogonomics already. Uh, why Twitter and why Facebook? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that challenging task of trying to explain Twitter and why it's valuable within 10 minutes. Um, and, and it was a little, it was a little harder than Facebook. That's for sure. Um, and that's been, and that's been a problem for a while because everybody, you know, people look at you and say, why, why, why would I, why would I want to do this thing? It, it seems, it seems insane. Um, and, and by the way, Chachi has started a Facebook, uh, chess game with me, uh, and it does work on an iPad. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but anyways, um, no, I think, uh, I hope they don't. I hope. I, I've been really, really kind of 
uh, uh, it's really rubbed me the wrong way that they're changing, not because Twitter is not successful, mm-hmm. but because Twitter is not successful enough for Wall Street, which has really turned me off from, you know, if as we go was as we go and grow, I hope that we never have investors in anything that we do as a business because they are not pleasable. When when the the, the most valuable actually just surpassed most valuable company in the world still has a failing stock price because they have nowhere to grow. I think there's a problem with the system mm-hmm. that is guiding things like this, and that's when these mistakes happen. And and because they're reacting instead of thinking forward on something like this. Mm-hmm. So, and the, to me, it's a complete hindrance. And and I agree with your comment about the the more technical or the more the more professionals that will figure out the way to go back to the old way. I find it completely a pain in the butt and I have actually just given into the dark side of Facebook because the fact that every time I go into Facebook, I have to switch the news feed to most recent yes. from top stories. I've just, I just gave up. Mm-hmm. I just totally threw in the towel and said, you know what? I did it for probably the first couple of weeks. And I, and I mean, going in there multiple times a day that that's kind of, if it takes me three extra clicks every time I come into Facebook to me, that's a, huge pain in the butt so i just gave up i like the concept of twitter and the the fact that they put the the stuff you may have missed at the top and you can kind of dismiss it and take it out of the feed mm-hmm. um quickly and easily i i just i hope they don't go down this route or it's it could really turn people away and say well i get this everywhere else right. i'm out right well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. This is, this is going to be a big debate as we go here. Um, I mean, the only thing, if you deal with social media as a user or as a proprietor, like we're trying to in social media management and some of our business stuff, um, the only thing that is is consistent is is that it's going to change, and you're going to have to you're going to have to change with it, and you're going to have to work within the boundaries of whatever the new system is going to be that you're going to roll into. Uh, unfortunately, uh, what the heck? How did I win the game of chess already? Woo-hoo! <laughs> He may you can you can um, he resigned. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it was his first move, and I don't think he could figure out the format to to change to to move a piece. Actually, um, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of stuff in here, so um, <laughs> it's interesting. I like how Facebook assumes that we know how to play chess. <laughs> Thank you. Well, think about the people that are making Facebook. They yeah. very much know how to play chess the hard way. Probably. Listen, we need to play checkers. Start us out with checkers. <laughs> What movie was I watching where it started with chess and then turned into a fight? Oh, uh, Laser <laughs> Team. Oh, I should mention that. Laser Team. <laughs> I went to our wonderful local theater, Hollywood Theater in Dormont, <laughs> and I watched the first YouTube movie in a theater. Um, Laser Team was by the guys Rooster Teeth that are most famous for Red vs. Blue, the, the Halo-based machinima. It also started machinima, basically. Uh, but no, they did a movie. It was fun. It was called Laser Team. Uh, you should check it out. I won't get too much into it, but it does have the guy in the wheelchair from Superstore, if you're watching that show. Yes, everything I see him in, he has something wrong with his legs. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, uh, no, it's, uh, it, was, it, was a fun sh- it was it was a fun movie. It, 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 it was a lot of stupid humor. But again, if you're familiar with Rooster Teeth, 
it's exactly what you're expecting. And uh, they had probably about three or four showings here. And it's one of those where they had like a limited run of the movie. And I'm sure it's going to be available digital um, um, as well. Uh, but no, it was really good. I'm glad I saw it on, on, a, on a big screen here locally. And, uh, and look out for that. You know, somebody else, Amazon, Netflix, they're all putting movies out in some aspect. And now uh, YouTube's in the mix. It's actually a YouTube Red movie. I thought that was an interesting branding that they're doing since that's also the pay service that they're doing. Mm -hmm. So um, look out for that if you have a chance. I'm sure it'll be available very, very soon on uh, all kinds of digital platforms. So um, so time to wrap up here. Anything coming up here in the next couple of weeks we should be aware of? Let me check my calendar. Check your calendar. <laughs> let me check your insane calendar, right, sure, Katie? Let me check, let me check uh, planner. Well, I know one thing I'm going to be at this weekend, our friends at uh, the River's Edge PGH. Are you going to that? Yeah, I'm going to go. Awesome. Uh, RiversEdgePGH.com. There is a – they've they've actually been around for about a year. Um, Also, you can check out last Monday's uh, um, posting of River Talk. I have an interview on there. I talk about Awesome awesome Cast and a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, But they're going to have our friends, the Jagoff that we talked about earlier in the show, are going to be there. Four podcasts will be recording live to the audience, and there will be four musicians there as well in about uh, uh, four hours of, uh, of action. And uh, uh, please uh, go check it out. Uh, join us. It's up in Millvale, PA, just outside of town, up 28. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a pretty good time. And it's a really cool space that they have there. Um, it's this um, art, art uh, I don't even know what to call it, like an art incubator kind of thing, I guess. And, uh, and, and it's a really interesting. It used to be a furniture store. It has has some interesting architecture to it. Uh, so there'll be a lot of, like, uh, art in various in various stages of being made when you walk in there, uh, so that's cool to see. And also, random man- naked mannequins usually. Hmm. So that's for you, um, Katie. Have you te- checked your chat calendar? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, uh, Saturday I will be at the Rivers Edge podcast, of course, uh, party, and then that evening is Valentine's Day in the basement. Which <gasps> yes. yeah, I listened to uh, your podcast <clears throat> talking about. The- one, Holmes. Uh, cast, was, uh, murder murder cast, Castle. Murder Castle. One, yeah. it was fun just hearing you guys say Murder Castle throughout the throughout yes. the podcast. I, like the um, I love it. So so it's so it's the basement, which is the more interactive haunted house mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like like that you get touched, yeah. right? It's and the all immersive kind of theater stuff. kind of it, right. It's immersive. It's uh, definitely a rated R experience. It's not the blood and gore. You know, it's not like that kind of ridiculous extreme. No. It's no. it's the the language is more extreme. There's more touching they can touch you um but it's yeah it's all based on hh H. holmes he was one of america's first serial killers and he um took advantage of the chicago having the world's fair and turned this uh hotel into a lovely murder castle for himself where he would kill people for well at first it was the cadavers so he could sell them to medical schools and then it took a little bit of a darker turn but it's all kind of based on his work and people in his life so, if you want something special to take your lady to, <laughs> this is the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's um it's one night only, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you guys have like it, it's you have a little more than just the basement around it, right? Yeah. So yeah, you get to go down to uh, you, one. You get to do the basement, then you come upstairs, and you, we kind of have a bar area set up. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be a tarot card reader. Um, you'll be immersed in like the first three rooms of the summing. We'll have characters walking around from like the time period and, and kind of interacting with you there. And there's going to be desserts, and it should be a good time. I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. It'll be fun for me to be there and check it out. I'll be dressed up as something, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so go say hi to Katie. Go sign up for that. It's at scarehouse.com. Chilla, what's on your radar? What's on my radar? Uh, nothing other than, than um, 
Valentine's Day this weekend. But uh, coming up next weekend, I think we touched on it briefly a couple weeks ago, Mobile World Congress, which will bring the 21st, which is a Sunday, will bring a lot of the pre-announcements. So the Samsung um, gear uh photo unit that we talked about, I think it was last week, will probably be announced right around there. HTC and LG, I think, have some announcements along with Microsoft. As we close out the month and hit into March, we have Apple announcements. Um, Not confirmed, but probably coming on March 15th. So stay tuned for more information on that. I will definitely say I am quite impressed with the iOS uh, 9.3 and if you're having problems sleeping and it's due to screen color, uh, night shift, actually, I've noticed that I can fall asleep easier. Um, and by merely kind of setting that up now, obviously, you wouldn't want to mm-hmm. use it for photography type stuff. But stay tuned for a lot of additional updates without prior to WWDC that will land on your device. Yeah. And I want to when you when when that drops for everybody, I want to have an extension talk, extensive talk about night mode or nightshade. What's it called? Mm-hmm. Night um, shift. Night shift. Close enough. Um, I want to have extension, extensive talk about that and why that's important today and uh, helping with your sleep and stuff. Um, so definitely. So thank you so much. Go check out everything. Uh, again, awesomecast.net. Please sign up for uh, – please subscribe to us wherever uh, you would like to receive your awesomeness in audio and video formats. Please check out the awesome chat interviews. Uh, that we're having. Uh, we're on a pretty good run of having things weekly. Uh, coming up, like I said, Dr. Matt Keener is going to be joining us to let us know what he's doing about health and technology in, in the coming weeks. Uh, we, uh, I, I guess, we not scheduled yet, but I'm talking with Joe Wost doing some awesome maze tunes. Um, of course, the former curator out at the uh, uh, Tunesium. Uh, catch up with him. And uh, we are supposed to have, as long as the snow already canceled us once uh, for a podcast, but Professor Buzzkill uh, look him up on iTunes, a really cool history podcast, and uh, and uh, and I share the co-working space with him, and it's good to talk with him. I hope to have a good conversation and introduce you to uh, him as well. Um, a lot of great stuff happened over there at uh, Epicast Network. Uh, so um, thanks to our Patreons, patreon.com slash awesomecast. Please check us out, uh, riversidespgh.com, 8, 8 a.m. after Funny Money every Thursday on the live stream. And, of course, uh, check out all the other wonderful shows over on that network as well. Uh, big thanks to Missy Sorg at Rebellious Flaw on the Twitters for uh, show notes and uh, manning the, the, the Twitters and the chat rooms all night long. You can join that chat room, live.wrestling. Um, yeah, you can do that, too. Live.sorgatronmedia.com, about 6.30 p.m. to 8 o'clock uh, Eastern Time every Tuesday night. It's podcast day. If you like pro wrestling, you can stick around until about midnight. And we're doing a lot of that discussion as well. Got a lot of great guests coming up on that show as well. So thank you so much at Kay Dutters on the Twitter. Check out her Scarehouse podcast mm-hmm. on on Stitcher, iTunes, wherever fine Stitcher, podcasts are sold. Stitcher and iTunes. <laughs> yeah, get your list going. I know. I got to work on my, my exit. And my, there you go. There you go. It's going to be Google, Google Play. I know. I can't wait. Be, yeah. Unleash the Google Play. Come on. At Chilla on the Twitters. Coach chill on the Facebooks. We're, we're going to still work on doing that a uh, 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 grand tour of your house of tech in the near Definitely. future. Well, uh, let's let's have let's start a conversation about that on Slack. We'll get that scheduled. Okay. <laughs> I, I- I think it'll be more of a spring thing, but yes, definitely. Awesome. Yeah, when it's nice outside, we can see exactly what's going on. Okay. 
Uh, thank you, everybody in the chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.